And I think that's the biggest thing is sustainability is usually not found within a lot of New Year's resolutions, which is why it's so hard to be consistent and keep them going after January because you're so burnt out. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Nourishment. If you're new here, welcome to the family. I'm so, so happy to have you here. And if you are a returning listener, hello, welcome back. Today, I'm going to be talking about New Year's. I feel like it's pretty obvious, but before we get into the episode, I do want to mention that my card deck is still live on my website and is still on sale. So if you are looking for some fun New Year's kind of things to do maybe in January because it is a 30-day deck. I would definitely check that out. You pull a card every single day and it gives you a quote and a task to do for that day and the task is super minimal, super easy, and it just makes you feel good about yourself and just about everything in general. It's a self-love, self-care kind of deck, so I think you'll really like it and I will link that in the show notes down below. And so far, the feedback I've been getting for it, it's really amazing, so Thank you so much to those who have supported me. I appreciate you so, so much. And also hopefully this episode helps as well because I love you and I want you all to be having a good time, having a good New Year's and just feel good about yourselves no matter what, okay? Because I know it's super stressful right now. It's a stressful time in the season. And I also think that there's just a lot of pressure going around. You don't need that, baby. You got this. You're killing it. Anyway, let's get into it. I feel like there's a lot of episodes on podcasts out right now about New Year's resolutions. And to be honest, I've only listened to a couple. I'm just not feeling the New Year's resolutions this year. I used to be a huge full-blown bullet journal gal. I had the little pens and I would use my ruler and stick on all that. What is that called? Washi tape? Yeah, I did. I did the whole thing. And I planned every single day to a T to every single minute I had really cute little layouts for my monthly journals and all that. I had a bunch of different journals, by the way. Like, I had a bullet journal for my months. I had a bullet journal for my daily. It was a bit much. No, it wasn't a bit much. It It was too much. And I actually really liked it at the time. This was when I was a high school student and then a little bit into university when I still thought I was going to be a doctor. (laughs) And I was just really going for it. Honestly, kudos to my younger self because... I was really proud of that journal and it looked really great, but I have not picked up a calendar organizer journal type of thing in a very long time. And I've actually tried a couple different times throughout the past couple years and I just have not been able to stick to it. I think the one that I stuck to the most was actually when I thought, oh my God, let me get an iPad because I saw someone on TikTok do this like bullet journal on her iPad. And my dad happened to have an iPad, so I took his and I bullet journaled online on my iPad for, I think, about six months before I was in the thick of my nutrition school and I was like, fuck this, I'm not not writing everything down in this little iPad anymore. And then I just kind of, you know, it went downhill from there. But 
The moral of the story is I was a huge bullet journal girl. I was a huge New Year's resolutions girl. And I probably every year would have this beautiful paper that I had written on and drawn on and illustrated of all these amazing New Year's resolutions that were extravagant and, you know, I thought were totally achievable. And every single year without fail, I would look back and I would be like, wow, I have not looked at this once. And I would tape it to my wall, but I just didn't do them. I just think there's so much pressure put into this first week of January and then January as a whole is like this huge go, 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 go month because it's like, oh my God, it's a new year, new year, new me. And I have not felt like a new person (laughs) at all. You know, especially with COVID, there's just so much going on. I feel like we really don't need to add more stress into our lives by somehow committing to these insane things that I feel like I see on a lot of people's New Year's resolutions. And don't get me wrong, I freaking love the idea of New Year's resolutions. And if you can stick to yours, go off. I'm so proud of you. But I just can't. Like, I can't ever do it. And I think it's because we put so much on our plate for January. And we're like, this year is going to be the best. And this year I'm going to do this and this and this. And I think I remember one year I had this long list And it was like, learn three languages and write a book or something. And But it was like so many things that were so big that it didn't happen. (laughs) And that's just kind of the issue I feel like with most New Year's resolutions is the ask is so big and we're just human. And that's not a bad thing. But I also think, why are we packing everything into this one month? Because that's why most resolutions fail. Not only are they usually too extravagant and they're usually too much of an ask for ourselves because we not only have one big thing or two big things, but most people have like 10 things on their list. And I don't know about you, but if I have a to-do list and I'm looking at 10 things, they're probably not going to get done as easy as if I break them down into three main things and then maybe two smaller things that don't have to get done that day. So I feel like we're just really putting so much pressure on ourselves for no reason. All I see time and time again is my friends or family or anyone in January being like, I'm so stressed. I have so many things to do. I've planned 80,000 workouts and I've planned all these things to do and I have all these meetings and whatever, whatever. And by the end of January, everyone is so burnt out that the New Year's resolutions just go down the drain. And in reality, all you need is one resolution if you're really going to go ham on the New Year's resolutions. Like pick one thing that you really resonate with and you're like, wow, this is going to be my goal for 2022. And then that's it. I feel like the one mistake is genuinely just overpiling your plate and that's no fun, right? And I feel like the idea with New Year's resolutions is so great and I really love it, but it's just not executed properly for most people and it's just, it's too much. And this might be super controversial because I am also following a ton of bullet journal people and lots of motivational YouTube people and tons of people are talking about goals. And I think it's super, super healthy to set goals. I think goals are great to have, but I think it's also important to, I don't want to say keep them achievable or attainable because I do think truly anything is attainable if you put your mind to it. But I think it's really important to slow down a little bit and Maybe don't make these 10, 20 huge tasks that you have to do, right? It, it shouldn't be this, oh, this is my New Year's resolution. I have to stop drinking. If you want to stop drinking, that's great. But make it so that it's, I get to stop drinking or I get to 
don't know, build a booty at the gym, right? Like whatever it is, there's a lot of like, I have to do this, I have to do that. And I think that's another reason why they fail. I think that's another reason why most New Year's resolutions fail is because a lot of people go into the mindset of, I have to do this because it's a new year. I have to complete this resolution. I have to get to the gym five days a week. And there are better ways to do that. So not only changing your language to I get to instead of I have to, but also making it something that will make you feel good. And this is kind of one of my favorite things that I've ever done for New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to get into it in a second about what I do for New Year's resolutions because I don't actually do New Year's resolutions. But just for the sake of this little tip, I'm going to say I do New Year's resolutions. (laughs) When you're doing something, and I think I mentioned this on my last spiritual video I was talking about my top tips for beginning a spiritual journey having a minimum requirement so in in that video I said a minimum daily requirement an MDR but for this I'm just going to say a minimum requirement period and what I mean by that is for example if your quote-unquote new year's resolution was to go to the gym right you don't have to go to the gym five days a week six days a week seven days a week I haven't gone to the gym in a couple weeks and also the gyms are now closed they just closed like two days ago so not relevant but When I was going to the gym, when I came back to Vancouver, I asked myself, what is actually realistic? Like, how many times are you actually going to go? If you're feeling terrible, if you're not feeling good, or if you're feeling really great, like, what's a good balance on how many times you're going to go? And I picked three times. So I can probably go three times a week and I can be consistent. And that also means that I don't have to go three times a week, but aim for three times a week, right? Aim for something that is actually attainable and not so crazy. And I'm not saying that if you go to the gym five times a week, you're crazy. I just think that make it something that your body and your mind agree on and make it something that isn't super unrealistic because yeah, you may have really good intentions going in with, I don't know, five times a week, whatever. And I do want to preface this by saying this is about people that don't have disordered eating. If you have disordered eating or anything to do with excessive exercise, this isn't for you, don't listen to this. But if you are just a regular gal and you're wanting to go to the gym or something like that, or a guy, you know, give yourself a realistic expectation so that when you're not going five times a week, you don't feel terrible, right? It it feels really good to have a goal of, let's say, three times a week, and then you go four times and you're like, wow, I am really killing it. Like, I am next level killing it, right? So it's just better, in my opinion, to make your goals just a little bit smaller. And that doesn't mean downsize them, but it just means make them more sustainable. And I think that's the biggest thing is sustainability is usually not found within a lot of New Year's resolutions, which is why it's so hard to be consistent and keep them going after January because you're so burnt out because they're so high maintenance. So instead, kind of making your goals a little bit smaller and asking yourself, what is my requirement? What is something that is actually sustainable what can I actually do for a couple months or what can I actually do for a full month without feeling like I want to die like what what is that and then aiming for that goal instead of putting this huge pressure on yourself and then burning out and not even being able to do it for the rest of the year okay so now that that's out of the way I want to actually talk about what I was sort of hinting at before I got into that tip instead of new year's resolutions I really really like the idea of calling New Year's resolutions, New Year's intentions. And I feel like for me, the idea of New Year's resolutions is just so overplayed and so anxiety-inducing that changing it to just, this is my intention for the year, 
has helped so much with my mindset because it's not something that I'm stuck with and it's not something that I have to do. It's just, oh yeah, my intention for the year is this. And following that, seriously make it an intention. It doesn't have to be this insane ask of yourself, right? My intention is to be more present. And that is a New Year's intention. That is something that can be your goal, right? Your goal doesn't have to be an aesthetic goal or a physical goal or be more organized or whatever it is. And these are great goals. But it can be a simple be more present or be on social media less or listen more, right? There are so many goals and so many intentions And I think that's why I like to switch it to intentions because the possibilities open up even more. It doesn't have to be something physical or something tangible. It it can really be a mental or spiritual or emotional process that you work on throughout the year. That's why I really like using the word intention. Bouncing off of that, a really good way to figure out what intentions work for you and what intentions you want to focus on for the new year is looking into your core values. And your core values are essentially things that have been deep, deep, deep in your core your whole life. Whether these have been learned, whether these are things that you have just grown up with, whether these are things that you were born with. You know, we all have different personalities, which means we also all have different and individual core beliefs. These are things that really, really resonate with you. So the easiest way to figure out what your core values are, and you might have a couple popping into your mind right now, but a really, really easy way grab a pen and paper, and you can even pause this right after I tell you what to do. Look up core values on Google. 10 second search, super easy. Scroll down to whatever link feels good, click it, and then read through those core values. There's probably gonna be about 100 of them. And list out your top five. Go through all of them. Don't just start writing all of them. And pick out your top five. And when you have that, your core values really define who you are as a person and define what's important to you. So going off of that list that you've just made, if your core value is authenticity, maybe your intention is to be more authentically you and that's it. Maybe it's to be more authentically you on your social media platform. Maybe it's to be more honest with yourself this year, whether that's being honest about your feelings, being honest to other people about your feelings, whatever that is, right? There are so many things that can come off of just your core values and they are really, really great intentions to start the new year. So that's a good example. Another one is if your core value is community or citizenship or compassion, maybe your intention is just to be more compassionate this year. Maybe... It is to build a community. Maybe it is to help a community. You know, these intentions, they can go in so many different directions. And that's why I love starting from core values and then really just calling it an intention. Because if your intention, going back to that authenticity thing, if your intention is to be more authentic, your January month can be you just figuring out what your authentic self is like. That can also be your February and your March and your April. And then your May And your June and July can be being more authentically you towards other people. And your August, September can be being more authentic on the internet. You know what I mean? It's it's so vague 
but in a good way that it bleeds into every aspect of your life and you can really shift it on a day-to-day basis. And it doesn't have to be a monthly basis. It can literally be today I'm showing up for myself authentically and tomorrow I am being authentically me in this conversation. And the next day I'm being authentically me on the internet. It can literally be so many different things. That's why I love the idea of an intention because it just makes so much more sense to me instead of making this huge list of things that you need to do in the new year. I don't know. I, I hope this makes sense because it, I don't, I just, I don't resonate with new year's resolutions anymore. And this intention thing has really changed my mindset on this whole new year thing. So I really, really like doing that. Once you've done that, you've had your intention, maybe you have two intentions, maybe three. I would not suggest going past five because I think that core values are really important and you don't need to go overboard. I think that even having one can really, really change your life. So once those intentions are there, and if maybe you're you're still feeling like this isn't enough, I want to have some goals I want to work towards, and maybe this, you know, this isn't the vibes, right? Maybe I need a tangible goal. This is fine, okay? I'm coming to you. My next thing is instead of having these huge goals for 2022 make little goals every day i swear and this sounds like so much work but i promise you having little goals throughout the day will just be so much better because you're consistently and actively achieving who you want to be so whether that's as simple as today i'm gonna do yoga and then you achieve that great you've achieved a freaking goal that's awesome the next day okay today i'm gonna do yoga again and you do it again. And it's about building habits instead of focusing on this huge big picture of I have to work out 28 times in January and then 30 times. And you know what I mean? Focusing on it day to day really just shifts that heavy pressure feeling that a lot of us feel. And looking back, it's great to be like, wow, I worked out this many days or I did yoga this many days or I walked my dog this many days. I don't know why I'm choosing movement. It's just like, I feel like it's a very basic New Year's thing people go into, you know. But it's really great to look back and say, wow, I did that that many times. But it's a lot harder to look forward and say, oh, I have to do this so many times. So doing it day by day and literally taking it day by day, like don't look at yesterday, don't look at tomorrow. What do you need to do today? Or what do you want to do today? What do you get to do today? And it's really a lot easier to get those things done if A, you say I get to do this and B, that's all you have to do for today. You don't have to worry about the next day. You don't have to worry about the next week. Just focus on today. My last tip, and this is something I did during my bullet journaling, one big goal a month. When I was doing my bullet journal, I would have my yearly setup at the very beginning of my bullet journal. I'd have all my months listed out and I would write down, you know, all the days I had stuff to do. It was a a very big production. And one thing that I really, really liked that I did was I chose one goal a month, one big goal. So instead of doing the whole, I have 10 resolutions for the whole year, if you really want to do the resolution thing or the goal thing, one a month, babe, one a month. So one month could be, I want to drink a liter of water a day. Tick off the boxes, super exciting. You get to the end of the month, great, you did it. Maybe that habit continues through the next couple months. Maybe it doesn't, but it doesn't matter. You achieved the goal. You did it, you're killing it. So the next one can be, I don't know, post every day on Instagram. 
and you do that one. And then you move on after that month, right? So it's focusing on little things, but just a little bit bigger of a picture than the last tip, but it's still really, really great. And it's still a really awesome way to feel accomplished. So I don't know. I really like that one. I really like all of them, to be honest, obviously, because they're my tips. (laughs) But I just think that we all need to shift away from the idea that New Year's resolutions have to be done a certain way or, you know, how do I do this specifically and I need to get to this by this day. And if you're into manifesting, that's great. And I think it's awesome to have goals, but I think it's also really important to give yourself a little bit of a, a break, a little bit of a rest and allow yourself to set intentions instead of these huge goals that I feel like are just like so much pressure. I don't know. And I could honestly be the only one feeling this, but I don't think I am. I feel like this is a very stressful period universally. I think this is a very stressful period in the world. And I just think that we all need to give ourselves a bit more compassion and be a little bit more lenient. And that doesn't mean not having goals. And that doesn't mean stopping all of your dreams. It just means making it more sustainable, more achievable, and more loving towards yourself. You know, if you're giving yourself these huge goals for a whole year, think about how stressed you're going to be. I don't know. And yeah, there are lots of good tips on how to stay consistent with your New Year's resolutions. And if that works for you, that's great. But I I don't even, I'd rather just not be so stressed in the first place that I need to learn how to stay on track, you know, quote unquote on track. Like that's not a thing. I feel like it should really be something that you love doing and you're working towards. And it's not this huge heavy feeling that, oh my God, I have to get this done because this is my New Year's resolution. And then feeling so crappy when you quote unquote quit, right? I don't know. I feel like this is a very rambly episode. And I feel like I'm just going to keep repeating the fact that I just don't agree with New Year's resolutions anymore. So I'm going to end it here. But let me know if this resonated with you in any way. And if you're going to try out my tips, because I really feel like intentions are just the way to go. And hopefully this three-tiered approach that I just did, which wasn't super organized, but (laughs) this three-tiered approach that I just did hopefully helps and gives a little bit of space for all the different personality types to kind of figure out what works for them, you know? So I hope you all have an amazing week. I hope you all have an amazing new year and I will see you in my next episode. You guys are amazing. I love you all so, so much. Sending you all so much love, so much strength. You're killing it. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. If you like this episode, give the pod a rate and review. Love reading your reviews and also don't forget to subscribe to the pod and follow me on Instagram at Miranda Rocks, R-O-X. I love you all so, so much. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you in my next episode.